Hey everyone, Jacob Lewis here, host of this year' podcast, Neighbors, a show about what connects us. Today, chickens. I've noticed some unintentional trends this season. We had an episode called Finding Stephanie, and then the next episode happened to be called Finding My Parents. So, I mean, I guess we're really looking for something with these stories. Then there were two episodes this season about Germany. That's because I had a reporting trip and I was just batching a couple of stories together while I was overseas. And then there's, of course, the obvious neighbors theme that everyone thinks about when you think of neighbors, and that's birds. We had an entire episode about pigeon racing earlier this season, and now we're going to chickens. This story comes to us from a first-time radio producer, India Hunter, right here in Nashville, Tennessee. India attended the Transom Traveling Workshop at Nashville Public Radio uh, earlier this year, I guess. Man, what a year, huh? Wow. 2020. Anyway, this was her first radio piece ever, and my air conditioning just kicked on. Should I leave that? Let's just leave it. 2020, baby. So, anyway, this was India's first radio piece ever. I thought I would give it some wings, pun intended, here on Neighbors. Uh, After this initial story, India checks back in with the main subject, so stay tuned for that. Here's India with From Pharma to Farm. Yeah, now they're going to come out of here with the fierceness. Okay. So just stand back. Okay. Come on. In 2016, Cynthia Capers took a leap. She was working in the pharmaceutical industry, and she said, I'm done. No more. I'm going to raise chickens. Even though the leap was a risk, because she didn't know anything about farming. Fear drives me. The whole intention of fear, the fact that you're so afraid, you're so scared, you're unsure, that's what drives me to say, no, I will not let it take me over. I will not let it conquer me. Cynthia is the owner of Hennicity Farms right outside Nashville. She owns 100 birds. Americanas. There's a blue sex link. There's a comets, calicos. She speaks and moves like an expert farmer, like she's been there her whole life. Speckled Sussex, and they're an endangered breed. And I call them my Meghan Markles because from for the Duchess, and I got the breed, especially when she became the Duchess of Sussex. I said, oh, I'm getting some Sussex girls then. Cynthia is 61 years old, and this poultry farm is her third act. Cynthia grew up in the infamous Cabrini Green projects of Chicago. Snipers are on the roof. They're having some gang issue. It was just a very intense upbringing. I remember the first time I had a pizza delivered as a young adult. I had never had one because nobody would come. We could not get anything. We could she had to get out of the projects. Delivered. She made her way to college, pre-med, got married, had a kid, but then found herself divorced because she had to support her son She trained to be a nurse, specifically a trauma nurse. One of her jobs was in Washington, D.C., a tough assignment. These people are in bad way. They're on life and death, and I needed to know that I was giving back. It set the stage for her own trauma when a patient with a severe gunshot wound came into her unit. He looked like my son grown up. My my son was four years old or something, but that looked just like him as a young man. And I I freaked out, and I started crying. And something clicked off. 
She could no longer work in the emergency room, so she found a job in clinical research in the pharmaceutical industry. She worked on clinical drug trials. But I've worked on respiratory, septic, diabetes. She traveled 90% of the month. Blood products. More than most pilots. Oncologies of every different thing, every organ. When she wasn't on a plane, she was in meetings. Everything. She had a six-figure salary, but she struggled with ethical questions. Yes, it's paying my bills, but I'm like, if that drug's going to be one pill, it's going to be $40. They need a 30-day supply. You know what I mean? She needed a change, but she was also a single mother. Change came sooner rather than later when she had not one, not two, but three severe asthma attacks while on the road. The last one was the worst. I couldn't breathe. I knew I couldn't breathe, but I had a little voice that also said, you know you're not going to make it out of here because you're about to hit the floor. Her doctor said she had to quit. She didn't want to, but inside she knew it was time. She resigned in 2016. She needed a new purpose. When Cynthia was young, all she cared about was chickens. You know, everybody wanted to go to the lion house because they hear the roaring and they wanted to go to the monkeys and see all that stuff that was going on with them. I just wanted to be with the baby chicks. Is something wrong? Hmm? Even when she was on the road, she raised chickens in her home. She decided to take a leap, start her own farm selling eggs and poultry. There was only one problem. I didn't know anything about none of the stuff that goes on on a farm. Nothing, nothing. The only time I, I would say anything close to like a camping kind of situation, I was in the Girl Scouts. But that's totally not the farm farm kind of thing. Yeah, she's, I think she's bleeding. Something's happening. We'll see how she's doing. How does she learn to farm? She reads books. She asks questions. Signs up for farming academies at local schools. And in her continuing search for knowledge, she's found something else. Joy. <laughs> Out of all the things that I've done, this is a different type of joy. And she's in good company. Hey, girl. Say, did they peck you up like that? What did you tell them? Tell them to leave you alone. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> I feel the joy. My favorite thing from that story is that Cynthia calls certain chickens her Meghan Markles. I think that's just awesome. That was India's first piece. If you ever wanted to tell stories like this, give it a try. There's a lot of resources out there, and the best place to start is transom.org. All right, after the break, we check back in with Cynthia to hear about farm life since the pandemic started. Stay with us. All right, I asked India if she would check in with Cynthia. She originally recorded that piece in January. It's now October, almost Halloween, y'all. A lot can happen in that time, as we know. Here is India checking in with Cynthia. Um, first things first, how are you? Well, it's a busy time right now. There's been a upsurge in requests for eggs and the formulation that I put together for the birds feed 
is working and they're healthy and the eggs are coming everywhere and um, there's a lot happening. People are um, reaching out more. So I, I'm doing, I'm, you know, the farm is, if the farm is me, then I would say we're doing well. Um, how are the chickens doing? Uh, the poultry is doing fine. I've got 18 baby chicks that I just came from outside cleaning. I was up at two o'clock this morning, like a mother hen does, checking to see how they were doing. And then I've got some baby quail in my living room, not your normal living room, obviously, right? Baby quail eggs that are hatching. So I I guess I have to ask, how have you been doing specifically as it pertains to during the pandemic? And, And has that affected you or your business at all? Well, um, there was an upsurge in requests for eggs and people that wanted to request live birds, which most people are not buying a live bird unless it's chicks. But this has been, because of the virus, we've had people that wanted to buy a lot of laying hens because they were worried about their food sources, just to be secure that they could have eggs in their backyard. And then you know, just people wanting to come out to get away um, and they could do that and be outdoors, which was which has been positive for the farm because I don't think as many people would have known about the farm because they were trying to find things to do with their kids and everything like that. So. Well, every egg that I had was out the door. I there was you know, I didn't I was selling out. And then there was a lull in the middle of the spring, summer, where I think people started to feel like, you know what, I'll be okay, I'll be okay. And then I didn't have as many sales. So um, I've been donating eggs to families in need because so that was something that I hadn't done that I wanted to do in the past, but I actually did it this year. You know, growing up when we had to go to a food bank, you're not going to get fresh eggs at a food bank. So I donated fresh eggs to to a pantry here in town uh, so that the families could have actual fresh food. And I did that with my overages. When I had the overages, mm-hmm. when I didn't sell them, then I just donated them. So I guess that brings me to my last question to you really is, it, has the farm been helpful to you through this time? Um, I say the farm has been helpful because I, I'm, I'm, I'm at the front line of ensuring that we have a food, that we have a source. And so I still feel compelled to say that it's, it's been extraordinary. Also, uh, being outside, being in the fresh air, not being in crowded areas and a lot of you know, I get up and I get to walk outside if I'm able to do that and um, talk to the chickens or just just marvel at the fact that I'm alive and breathing is, you know, it's a simple, it's, it's as simple as getting up and being able to just be outside. So I would say it's been tremendous. I'm doing something that is necessary 
for people's existence and uh, for food, that I'm raising healthy birds, that I'm bonding with my neighbors in different ways. Um, I'm a woman of the land, and I get to do that. So I don't have any complaints, (laughs) none whatsoever. That's great. So my wife and I are organizing a neighborhood pumpkin carving contest and a neighbor a few houses down agreed that they would have a table in front of their house to display all the pumpkins in front of their like hedges. And so everybody would bring their neighborhood pumpkin there and there'd be a little sign and it would be something to enjoy for the neighborhood. Well, we offered up this janky little card table we have that's been left outside many times. We offered it up as the place to set the pumpkins. So the other day I walked down there, I set this table in front of their hedges, text my neighbors that I did so. And the next day I'm walking by no table. I thought maybe, you know, maybe they're decorating it. So I text to check in. Nope. They have no idea what happened. So then these neighbors who it what the house that it was in front of, they put out another table with a sign that says, don't move this. This is for the pumpkin carving contest. And they actually had two pumpkins ready. So they put that on there as well. Later that day, another neighbor apologized saying they thought that the table was free and gave it back. So now we have two tables. So I'm specifically calling out my actual neighbors. Get to carving, y'all. My wife and I are set to do that tonight. I hope everyone has a happy and safe Halloween. Thanks to the members of the neighborhood on Patreon. If you want to support the show and telling stories about connecting to real human beings around us, Throw us a few bucks at patreon.com slash neighbors. Uh, we need money. That's everybody does to live. Uh, we're no exception. You can join our kind, intelligent, and thoughtful community there as well as get a few extra things. Our Sonic logo is from Dallas Taylor and DeFacto Sound. You can check out his podcast about sound called 20,000 Hertz. Music is by Blue Dot Sessions, and this song is by Dan Burns. And there was actually another song in this episode by Dan Burns who makes music for podcasts, for video games. If you want licensing music, check him out at danburns.bandcamp.com. Leave us a rating in Apple Podcasts. Maybe you think it's rated uh, PG, maybe PG-13. We've done a few R-rated episodes, but don't tell your mom that or she might not let you listen anymore. I'm Jacob Lewis, and I'm reminding you to get to know your neighbors. Neighbors is a production of Great Feeling Studios. Oh. <laughs>